Welcome to Expert Opinion, the branding business forum where leaders share their views, insights, and experiences from the world of B2B branding. And now, here's your host. Hello, I'm Ryan Rikas, and welcome to Expert Opinion. We're recording this podcast on March 19th, 2020, during the first week of our country's request that people work from home during the COVID-19 virus pandemic. So many of us are learning how to work in a new virtual world and thought it might be helpful to hear from someone who has been doing it for several years. Today's guest is Karen Hayward, managing partner of Chief Outsiders. They've been a virtual firm from the start over seven years. Their business model is providing interim or part-time marketing executives to mid-market companies, helping the CEO build and execute growth plans through the power of strategic marketing. They've got over 70 CMO-level execs in the field, so I'm sure Karen can give us some great insights to this new world of working from home. Uh, But before we get into that, well, let me just first say, welcome, Karen. Thank you. Pleasure to be with you this afternoon. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to continuing the conversation we had recently. Um, We spoke a little bit about this new world we're in, and we spoke a little bit about the uh, uncertainty and fear caused by this coronavirus and the reality is that we're all in it together on a global basis, and um, it's affecting everyone. So we should all step up, help each other out, and share our expertise. And so for us, that's been reaching out to clients and friends, offering any counsel or advice on brand-related topics, basically being available anytime, anticipating their needs, but also just being there. And um, you mentioned a similar approach, and I really liked liked it a lot. Um, you established a, a, something you call a hotline, where clients and partners could reach your company's execs, execs with questions. Maybe you could share a little bit more about that and how it's working. Well, um, yeah. So we do a lot of work with private equity firms and their portfolio companies. And as you know, um, there is a need for speed in, in that business and channel, and you know they're under a lot of pressure to grow really quickly. So when something like this hits that kind of firm, a lot of those organizations don't have really senior marketing talent on staff. And so we decided to create a hotline to help some of our partners get access to the four, one of the four managing partners in the firm that when the phone rings, literally it rings on all of our phones and one of us answers it. And as soon as one picks it up, then it stops ringing everywhere else. And so that's been great. So we want to be available around the clock to anyone who has an issue that wants to access a subject matter expert to get some guidance and, and experience. That's fantastic. I'm, I'm sure they appreciate it. And I'm sure you're deepening some relationships along the way. And uh, this may become a new normal going forward as well, right? I think we're, we're definitely in a new world. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, things have changed a lot. Yeah, I did a little bit of research and realized that over 50% of American workers already spend the majority of their time working away from the office, and that could be in a variety of different situations. So, But yet, for the rest of us who um, are a big part of the workforce that is typically in the office and uh, not used to a virtual structure, it's, it's very challenging. And knowing that Chief Outsiders has followed this model of being a virtual environment and virtual company for seven years thought it'd be wonderful just to share your point of view and, and find out what's worked well, you know, maybe start with the basics and uh, we can just start to ladder on top of that. 
Yeah, so there there are a couple of things I think that are are fundamental, and 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 the first is you kind of got to get up, get dressed, and quote unquote go to work every day. Setting yourself up with a specific place in your home where you can hopefully close the door and operate and focus is really important. I know many people right now have the added burden of having children who are not in school. So there are certainly technical resources to help provide them with coursework. Planning what your following day is going to look like in terms of how we're going to keep the kids focused and organized and then how are you going to be able to get at your work. But getting up and getting, it all starts with showing up as many things in life do. And then I think there's some things clearly that have to be done at a company level and that's really figuring out what's the tech stack that needs to work. Is it a VPN? How do people access documents and applications that with the cloud has become a lot easier. So, you know, enabling your employees to have the appropriate tech stack so they can be effective. And then there are a whole bunch of soft things that you can do that certainly we've done over the last 11 years where we've been operating virtually. And that is to really leverage video. As one of our managing partners says, ditch the phone, video for everything, because that creates a sense of community And as we know, communication is about 7% of what your words are and a lot more about your facial expression and and your your tone and your body language. Video has got a huge component to facilitating good dialogue. And I guess the two other things would be, you know, you have to kind of figure out how to replace the lunchroom and the water cooler. And so the way we've chosen to do that in our company is to celebrate success. So we celebrate everything. When we have a company meeting, we celebrate who's become a grandparent and whose child graduated from college and who went on a great vacation and we share pictures to create a sense of of community. So I think those are certainly two really important items and ways to start creating a community when you can't actually be together. Those are great examples. I love the uh, the idea of get up and prepare your mind to go to work, even though if that's the uh, the room next door. But it, it does <laughs> help to enter a new frame of mind. So do you start the day with team meetings to kind of establish and get everybody on the same page? Or do you end the day? How, how, does, how does that work? Well, at Chief Outsiders, we have established management cadence. So we have managing partner meetings every Monday. It's the same time. It's all done by video conference. We have company meetings twice a month. Some companies have all hands meetings, you know, every week, but in our organization, it's twice a month and those are all on video where we go and, you know, share values. You know, when I talked about celebrating wins, one of the important things when you go remote is to not lose your culture and to keep people feeling as though they're part of something. So when you have a company meeting that's remote, You might want to do things like recognition around your values. For example, at Chief Outsiders, one of our values inside the organization is collaboration. We all help each other, and together we are stronger. So we have what we call smoke signals, and that's when one CMO can say, hey, I want to recognize this CMO and this CMO for jumping on a phone call with me and providing expertise on digital marketing and giving me a second opinion. So smoke signals are a great way to to continue to underscore and and live your values. Celebrating customer wins 
So keeping the good news going. Today, I just sent out a note uh, to the firm, everybody, about a client extension we got. And it was like everybody piped in right away. Oh, thanks for some good news. This is great. And you can just feel the enthusiasm come together. So, you know, the, the notion there is you just really, really, really have to over-communicate. And is a lot of this done on email or do you use a different platform for collaboration? Well, we message a lot on email, although individually we may text a lot. But mm -hmm. tribe messages, we call our organization a tribe, they all go out by email. But we do have a platform for sharing things. If someone wants to ask a question, they will ask it in our knowledge base and it'll go out by email, but it gets captured and categorized so that if someone has the same question a year from now, they can just check our knowledge base and they can find out all of the entries that were there, you know, previously. Perfect. Well, speaking of video, you mentioned the example of that's becoming the new norm. I saw an example recently where there were a number of people in the workforce that were outside the office and each of them, as they picked up and joined the, um, the discussion, I think it was a Zoom meeting actually, they of course all had video on their laptop and then the, uh, the people that were actually in the office, in the conference room, rather than having just a conference room setting, they each individually had video on their laptop as well. So everybody was basically on the same playing field. I think it was just a wonderful way of demonstrating that we're all individuals yet, but working collaboratively together. Can't get that word out. I think it just is a good example, maybe kind of a norm going forward. You guys do something like that? Yeah, all of our team meetings. So I run the West Coast team. So I have about a team of 20 chief marketing officers. And when we do business development training, we do it all by video. We have our coach that works with us, he chimes in by video. We're so used to it now that it doesn't even feel weird. It's just kind of the way we do the way we do our business. And I think everybody actually loves the fact that you don't get up and have a one hour commute to the office and a one hour commute home. And now with the coronavirus situation, we did something that's a little different. I sent a note out to the team and the other managing partners. It was one of my colleagues' ideas, Slade Coburn, he said, well, let's get the team together for a cocktail. So I sent a note out to my team and I said, okay, who'd like to get together for a cocktail Thursday at five o'clock? He said, I'll be making a quarantini, a vodka <laughs> quarantini. What, what's, that, what's, that, what's everyone else's libation of choice? And oh my goodness, everybody chimed in. It was lighthearted. It was fun. And today at five o'clock, we'll all jump on our Zoom meeting have a little toast to each other and we'll share how things are going, what's going well, what's, what's not going well, and, you know, who needs some help and continue to create a really strong sense of community in these times where it's very easy to feel so isolated. I think those are great examples. Yeah, it seems that, you know, rather than just canceling a number of events or even meetings or lunches or, you know, cocktails, it just moved to a virtual perspective. My daughter's doing the same thing with her team this afternoon. And video is a great way to uh, bring that personal connection forward, create that, that sense of belonging, that, that tribe that you mentioned. And you just can't do it with voice. Just like when my kids went off to college, I said to my husband, we better make sure we're FaceTiming them to see how they're really doing. Because when you see somebody, you can tell so much more about how they're feeling, how they're communicating, and how engaged they are. You know, there was that body of work that was done that, that said, as you communicate, words are only 7%. Everything else is communicated 
by tone, uh, by body language. So you just don't get a full picture mm-hmm. unless you can engage and see the person. Yeah. Well, Karen, you offered some fantastic insights on this um, new work from home model, and I'm sure it will continue going forward. But just thinking about that, our firm has been around for a little bit over 25 years, and we're going to be publishing some new content to just how to survive 25 and how to think about the next 25. And we've been through a number of different recessions and crises like 9-11 and the financial crisis as well. And I was chatting with Paul, our producer, about this, and he shared the point of view from a PR perspective that we all enter these crises with a bit of shock and disbelief and you know, the perspective that how bad is it going to get? And then we move into the next phase of, okay, I'm tired of looking at all the bad news. How are we going to actually get through this? It seems like we're now moving into that second phase already, which is comforting. Then fortunately, the third phase will be upon us soon and, and it's up to us to make it happen. And that is what comes next. And how do we live this new normal? Because the world will be different going forward than it is today and uh, or there was a month ago. In addition to what you've shared so far, any other thoughts come to mind in terms of what that new normal looks like for a workforce? I think for the workforce, it's going to propel the whole work from home movement because people are going to figure out that it can work. So I think that's one. I'd love to share a tip with, with the listeners for those people that have children who are at home that need to be schooled. And I think that's particularly challenging. I mean, you know, I have a business degree, but I would be hard pressed to go back and tutor my kids in calculus. So there's a wonderful resource out there called Khan Academy, K-H-A-N Academy. Salman Khan is running a not-for-profit that Bill Gates has funded. He's an educator and he's created this free online platform and he provides lessons for kids of all ages. So whether you have a preschool or whether you have someone who's preparing for an SAT, he's an incredible resource. So please help take the stress out of your life by leveraging Khan Academy for your kids. You know, working from home and working remotely, working virtually, and I imagine this will also have an impact on the movement to independent contractors going forward, unless people actually fully employed or full-time employed but rather, you know, leveraging their expertise and offering that expertise to a variety of different companies and firms, kind of like what Chief Outsiders does. You've probably been following the stats on that topic. Anything else that you'd like to share on on that? You know, no, I think the gig economy is live and well and and is only going to continue to flourish. The borders are breaking down and as far away as we need to stay from each other, in some ways, I think we have the opportunity to get closer. So I would just say, you know, now's the perfect time when maybe people in certain circumstances aren't as busy as they are. Go and be helpful to someone. Right. You know, pick up the phone and connect with someone you haven't connected with in a long time and see what you can do to be helpful. And, you know, the more we try and help each other, the easier we'll all get through this. Absolutely. We're all in it together. Let's, uh, Let's be helpful. Let's be flexible. We all have talents focus on our strengths and be able to share them with with other people i think it brighten all of our days as well when we're when we feel fulfilled when we're we're accomplishing helping somebody like that's uh, the best feeling you can get well karen we're almost out of time any other thoughts uh, insights you'd like to share well i think everyone should just reach out and have a fun team meeting you know create some fun around it put some humor into it and connect with people sooner than later because 
you know, people who are used to operating in highly socialized environments, it's really different when you're sitting at home and staring at your computer. So try and figure out how you can create a culture that is going to work whether you're face to face or whether you're whether you're remote for at least some period of time. I think that's great advice. I think um we're just now moving into a new phase, as I mentioned earlier, where uh, first it was, you know, doom and gloom and how we're going to get through this and, okay, what are my technical requirements I need to have, et cetera. And now just starting to see on social media a little bit of levity, people with uh, some very interesting backdrops behind their video at home, costumes, sharing stories yeah. of um, embarrassing moments on conference calls where they're saying things they shouldn't have said or uh, someone walking by, either a child or their uh, spouse coming out of the shower. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot yeah. of embarrassing moments that are actually hopefully can bring uh, some light uh, and and uh, humor to this situation. So I think you're absolutely right. We're people who like to gather together and uh, help each other and learn from each other, and we need to be together in one way or another. So we might as well make the mess of it in a virtual world. So wonderful insights. Thank you so much, Karen. You're welcome. Stay safe. Well, that concludes our show for today. This is Ryan Rikus, and been listening to another edition of Expert Opinion, a brand new business forum where thought leaders share their point of view. If you'd like to listen to past shows or read our blog series, visit brandingbusiness.com.